What's up, y'all? It's JLP, the host of Mastering Single Podcast, coming to you with this brand new episode. Hope you had a wonderful week. I pray that all is well with you and your family. And I'm just so excited to really come on here and share this word with you. Um, this episode is going to be brief, but I believe you will indeed learn from it. And I pray that you will share it with someone you know, even those that are not believers at all, because this podcast indeed is to also attract non-believers, those who do not know Christ, in the hope of them being touched by God's grace and giving their life to Christ. And so y'all, if you follow me on Instagram, I recently posted a post over there and it was very much so sarcastic, but it was, (laughs) it was me being very serious at the same time. Um... I don't know about you guys, but I don't know what's going on in the world today. Like, I don't know what's going on in society. And what I mean by that is, you know, like when it comes to truth and when it comes to what is facts, it's like as if facts are irrelevant. They do not exist anymore. Facts are dead. I remember when I was in elementary school, we learned that facts is, um, is true, right? Until proven otherwise. It's something is greater that can dismiss um, that fact or that reality. But it's like today, you know, for example, like I said in the post, if you already seen it on my IG, if I look at the sky and I say the sky is green, then it's green. I don't have to scientifically prove to you that it is green. The fact that I declared it, then that's what it is, right? And I can go ahead and say, well, that is my truth, right? Because I say it's green, then it's green. And not only can I declare it's my truth, but I'm also able to convince you and make it your truth, right? And so this is what I'm seeing very much so in society. And what really troubles me is when I'm starting to see fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, you know, um, starting to actually kind of like water it down. I'm not gonna say kind of like water down. You know, there are a, a few brothers and sisters in Christ that I'm noticing that they are watering down scripture. They're watering down the truth of God's word. They're watering down the gospel. And that is so dangerous. And this is why it's dangerous, y'all. The reason why it's dangerous because a half truth is not a truth at all. And if you only know half of the word of God, you also will be disobeying God, you know, in the long run because you don't know the entire message of the gospel. Amen. You don't know the entire message of the gospel. For example, what would happen if pastors will say, well, you know, God's grace is sufficient. Here you go. Celebrate God's grace. Receive God's grace. And that pastor never at all tells you to repent of your sins. Like, what would happen? What would happen? I mean, yes, of course, God's grace is sufficient. God's grace is wonderful because you can't earn it. But if a pastor goes on the pulpit and says, okay, receive God's grace. But however, they never tell you to repent of your sins. It's, they're only giving you half a message. And the Bible tells us that in order for us to receive God's grace, we have to repent of our sins. Yes, of course, God has already forgiven us per se. But at the same time, God wants us to do the act. The act is confessing your sins. The act is repenting of your sins and doing that act. And you're saying, okay, God, I, I, I receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of my life. I repent and confess of my sins and I receive your gift of grace today. 
the, the grace that God has freely given you will be activated in your life. You will see it producing fruit in your life. But if you just literally never repent of your sin and you're like, okay, God, you know, God's grace is sufficient. God's grace has my back. You're living in deception. You're absolutely living in deception. And you see a lot of people too, you know, when it comes to them giving their lives to God, many of us as Many of us who consider ourselves Christians, right? When we were giving our lives to Jesus, we did what many of us know as a sinner's prayer, which means that we acknowledge that we are a sinner. And because we acknowledge that we are a sinner, we also acknowledge that we need a Lord and Savior to save us from our sins, to save us from eternal damnation. And so what you will hear people tell you to do, they'll say, okay, um, today, accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life. Welcome him, welcome him into your heart. And so forth. And you will say, okay, to yourself or within your heart. Today, Lord, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Come into my heart. I repent of my sins. And by saying that, it is symbolic of you showing that your life belongs to Jesus now. And from that point of time, you now have fellowship with the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit resides uh, within you. Now, some people that will tell you because you believe in Jesus Christ, um, you are saved and you have eternal life. And the Bible says that as well. But what many of us miss is that believing is not just a affirmation. Uh, believing is not just you declaring a word, but believing is, in fact, an action. Believing also is a lifestyle. I want to go ahead and quickly read James 2 verse 18 and James is one of my favorite writers in the in the Bible. I love the way that James is is really unapologetic and he just speaks truth without hesitation. James 2 verse 18 says y'all it says, "But someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds and I will show you my faith by my deeds." And if you're familiar with the podcast, you've heard me recite this scripture before. Um, if you watched the recent live that I did on Brother Lucha Barnett's um, YouTube channel, you probably heard me mention that scripture again. And the reason why I'm mentioning it on tonight's episode is to show you again, to really illustrate to you that believing is not just an affirmation. Believing is not just a declaration that you do, but believing is an action. Believing is an action. Faith is an action. Faith is an action. Faith is not just an attitude. Yes, it's an attitude. Okay. But faith is an action. The way that God is able to see our faith is what we do, is by what we do. And that is why when you read scripture where it says, you know, Abraham, it was credited to Abraham as righteousness because he went ahead and obeyed to sacrifice his only son, Isaac. Why? Because God told him to do that. And that is why it was credited to him as righteousness. It's not just because he believed in the Lord, right? He believed in God, the Father. But it's because he was willing to act, to do the very thing that God told him to do. And it's because of him doing that act, well, almost doing that act, right? Because the angel of the Lord had to seize him from doing that. But at the end of the day, Abraham illustrates to us in an excellent way what it means to really be a man of faith or a woman of faith. A man of faith or a woman of faith is not just somebody who's saying that I have a lot of faith, but they are showing it to you through their actions. And this is how God is able as well to say of certain people, this is a man of faith. This is my servant or this is 
you know, my, you know, my appointed one or my anointed one and so forth. And so from that being said, y'all, I want you guys to understand, like when we receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of our lives, when we say we believe in him, it's not just we merely saying that we're believing in him, but we have to live a life of believing in him. And I'm going to go ahead and um, share this other scripture to really help me, to really help me help you. If you haven't heard this type of teaching before, um, the fact that believing is not just an affirmation, it's not just a declaration, uh, but it's an action, it's faith. Um, And the reason why I'm really going head on with this is because you will have people that, you know, are kind of like, not living fully their God-given potential because they have heard over and over again, you know, if you just believe in Jesus, all is well, all is good, you're going to go to heaven, et cetera, et cetera. And um, you'll see people say, okay, you know, faith, our faith or our salvation is not dependent on works, which is true. Don't get me wrong. It's true. We are saved by grace, but at the same time, we have to bear in mind again, what is faith? You know, what is faith? What is believing? What does it mean to believe in Jesus? Better, better yet, what does it mean to believe in Jesus? Is believing in Jesus simply means that I say that I believe in Jesus? Or is believing in Jesus mean that I believe in Jesus based on how I live my life? And we're going to see this is what Jesus himself says to us, the church, in John 11, verse 25 to 26. Let's go ahead and read it. And I'm reading all of these scriptures, y'all, from the New International Version. John 11, verse 25 to 26 says, y'all, it says, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? I love that so much. Let's go ahead and repeat that. Verse 26. Jesus says, the one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. By what? By believing in me will never die. Whoever lives by believing me. So Jesus is saying, whoever lives by believing in me, lives by believing in me. Jesus is literally saying that your belief in him dictates the way that you live. Your believing in him is actually your lifestyle. Your believing in him is what actually allows you to do all that you do from your speaking, from your walking, from what, you know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh. (laughs) When we have this mindset now, that the way that we live is literally proclaiming our belief in the Lord, it just changes everything. It just changes everything. And it just opens the eyes of our understanding to not be fooled by the world and to not be fooled by the deception that's going on right now. Because the enemy, he is so strategic to cause even believers to begin to accept certain things that we know it is not Christ, that we know it is not um, supported by scripture. But we're saying, you know, okay, I believe in God. God knows my heart. Then all is good. But here it is, Jesus himself From this passage that we just read, John 11, verse 25 to 26, he says, whoever lives by believing in me. So Jesus is literally saying the way that you live says 
that you believe in him. And so if you're living in a, a in, you know, if you're living a certain way, it could literally even tell other people, right? Or outsiders, those who are not even Christian, if you believe in Jesus or not, people will not know us, y'all, if we believe in Jesus just because we say we believe in Jesus. People will not know that we believe in Jesus just because we wear a cross necklace around our neck. People will not believe that we believe in Jesus just because we have the word Christian or the name Christian tattooed on our bodies. They will believe that we believe in Jesus because of how we live. My goodness, because of how we live. So to close this episode, I strongly want to encourage you as you are planning for the new year that is coming up, 2022, as you're planning out your new year, will you decide to believe in Jesus? Like for real, for real. Based on what we discussed on tonight's episode, will you decide that you believe in Jesus based on how you live? Based on how you live. I was saying to, I was saying to a sister the other day, I was saying one of the reasons why you see Jesus in scripture, he says, narrow is the path that leads to, the, to eternal life or to everlasting life. The reason why you see Jesus even said narrow is the path is because Jesus already knew the majority of humanity are selfish. Like human beings, we are selfish. Majority. And one of the best examples to show that to us, again, is the parable that we read in Matthew, I believe Matthew 11, when it was talking about the young rich ruler. And when Jesus was saying to him, when he was asking Jesus, excuse me, um, you know, what must I do to be saved, right? What must I do to have eternal life? And Jesus was telling him, um, did you follow the commandments? I'm paraphrasing, but at first Jesus was saying, did you follow the commandments? And he said, yeah, I follow the commandments. I don't steal, I don't lie, I honor my parents, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And then Jesus says, you're so right. Like you, you, you have followed all those commandments. And so even though he followed all the commandments, right? Meaning even though he was morally good based on the law, Jesus himself said to that man, he says, go ahead and sell your possessions, give it all to the sell your possessions or give it all to the poor and come follow me. When the young rich ruler heard Jesus say those words to him, the Bible said, I mean, he didn't even reply back to Jesus. The Bible just says that he looked very saddened, like he looked very disappointed and he just went on his way. He didn't even give Jesus a response. And honestly, this is the majority of of humanity. This is how many of us, we, we think, unfortunately. Uh, this is why you see a lot of people, especially those who are rich, um, those who are in high power, those who um, have high statuses, you will see many of them, they are not believers. You'll see many of them, um, they don't believe that God exists, etc., etc. And the reason being is not because that their conscience does not convict them of the fact that yes, God is real, but it's because they know that if there is a God, right, then that means they would have to submit their lives to this God. And that means that whatever this God tells them to do, they would have to do. And sometimes what the Bible tells you to do, your flesh does not want to obey, right? And so many people, what they rather do is obey their flesh, is obey their desires, and is make themselves their own idols, their own gods, and that is why narrow is a path that leads to eternal life. Because many of us, we want to just please ourselves. Many of us, we want to only build 
platforms, right? And things for our own good, but not to glorify God, not to help other people, not to advance God's kingdom on the earth. (laughs) And it's not even that, you know, it's because all of, you know, the majority of humanity are murderers, liars, thieves, and so forth. Because look at this example we just said about the um, young rich ruler. He literally followed all the commandments. Jesus himself saw that this man, he was not lying. He literally did everything that he told Jesus that he did throughout his journey of life. Right? And so the reason why he himself, this young rich ruler, even if it's a parable, for all we know, it, it may have been a real account. Because again, Jesus is God. And so God is knowledgeable about everything, about every period of time, you know, about history. And so just even so it was a parable, it probably was a real thing that happened. It probably was a real man, even though he may not have existed during the times of the disciples, but maybe he existed prior to that. We will never know. There's certain details, y'all. <laughs> We're just going to know when we go to heaven. Um, but yeah, the reason why he missed out on eternal life, it was not because he sinned. It was not because he did certain sins that we ourselves, when we hear people do that, we're like, oh, I don't know. Only God knows your heart, man, because you, you killed how many people? Okay. You know? And so we have to be very cautious that, y'all, we're not just saying that we believe in Jesus Christ with our mouths, but that our life, our very life says that we believe in Jesus Christ. Because at the end of the day, if you read scripture, it seems that Jesus himself, when he literally is talking about believing in him, he wasn't just necessarily saying that we have to confess with our mouth that he is Lord, but we have to live a life that says that he is Lord. I hope you guys were greatly encouraged, but mostly challenged, uh, because I love to challenge as well, because I believe challenging you guys will help you to have a stronger relationship with God. Me too, as well, because I always... Um, challenge myself to just grow deeper in my relationship with God, especially during these times. These times are critical. The enemy wants to get as many souls that he can to go with him to hell. And that's that's the reality. And unfortunately, there's so many believers, they don't even really want to preach on hell anymore. They won't they won't tell you holiness is still good, still relevant. And I got but your sister in Christ JLP, I'm gonna go ahead and share you the truth. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you the truth because I care about you too much to not do so. And so thank you for tuning in. I pray that you have a wonderful weekend. And remember, all things are possible with Christ Jesus. Until next time, peace out. Take care.